Blog Talk Radio. Unfortunately, 
Wards isn't that much better with 906. Uh, normally, you, you set your bar for your goalies. You want to be in the 915 range, 92 range. Um, that's been a big problem with us this year, um, our goalies. Do you think um, Ward can step up to the plate tonight and get his 300th win and get us back on track? I think so. I, th- I mean, like I said, Ward has definitely proven himself. Um, you know, um, I, I sure hope so. <laughs> we could definitely use it. Uh, Ward's going to have to be on top of his game tonight as uh, Vegas comes into the game tonight third in the league in goals per game at 3.5 goals uh, per game, um, 17th on the power plate, 18.8%, 23rd on the penalty kill at 78.3. Uh, the Vegas is led by William Carlson tonight uh, with 26 points and 15 goals. Uh, they also sit currently in second place in the Pacific with a 19-9-1 record, good for 39 points, only trailing L.A., in the Pacific, a team that we just saw the other night as well and uh, didn't go too well. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be a tough one uh, for Cam tonight and the Hurricanes. They've really got to step up. They've got to play a full 60 minutes from the get-go. Um, second period is going to be key, as we've seen all season. The second period has sem- seemed to be been our downfall all season long. We just can't, yeah. It seems like we start good it's and finish good. We, yeah, you can't get that middle line going. Uh, Good thing to watch tonight will be Justin Falk. Uh, the play of Justin Falk will be a key in tonight's game. Uh, as we all saw, the first goal that Darling gave up yesterday, although Darling should have made that save easily, Falk got caught in between and thought. Um, the puck came along the blue line. He started to jump up and then looked like he wanted to come back and play defense, but then got caught in the middle, made a bad decision that led to the first goal. And then the third, the the winning goal, uh, end up being uh, off of uh, Flurry uh, uh, falling, uh, losing the edge. And he got a lot of heat for that and ended up getting benched, um, which I didn't understand from Peters benching him just for a simple, you know, loss and edge. Uh, if you got to bench someone, I mean, you got to bench Falk. The only reason I could see them keep going with Falk and trying to let him play out of his misery is just maybe trade him. Uh, maybe they're just trying to see if people want to trade for him. I just don't see. I just don't see what we're going to do uh, with our defense right now. Uh, defense has been definitely struggling. I don't see many changes happening tonight, as far as lines. I expect us to field this very same, the exact same lineup, except with Ward in that tonight for us. Um, but definitely, we got to play a complete game, and it starts from the net forward. Um, yeah, we need to score goals, but if we can't stop the goals, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I definitely agree. Do we have the TSA liner tonight? I haven't seen it. Have it looked yet? Uh, yes, uh, looks like the TSA line is going to be intact. Looks like we're going to roll the same lines as we did last night um, with Vegas uh, going with their top line of Riley Smith, Carlson, and Marsh Salt, um, David Perron, Hula, and James Neal as their first top two lines. Uh, we're definitely going to be key to uh, key in on James Neal and Carlson tonight that's going to be shutting those guys down should lead to a win for us but at the same time we definitely got to up our defense um it looks like justin falk has been moved down to the second defensive pairing uh and and looks like we're going to have slavin and pesci starting off on defense tonight um so maybe putting falk down lower into uh rotation will help him you know kick 
kick a gear in his head going, you know? Yeah, I guess the, the TSA line is a great line. It's definitely, they've proven that they're strong, all three together. Um, I don't, Falk has, I think Falk needs to be a bit more consistent. I mean, he has great nights, and then he has sucky nights. And, I mean, it's never really in between either. It's literally one end of the spectrum or the other. But, I mean, but like you said, with Slavin and Pesci starting off tonight, that, I mean, again, fingers crossed, We, you know, they'll be, like, they have proven themselves individually, I mean, hopefully, and as well as together. So, we, I mean, we just got to get our confidence back, too. I mean, you know, and I understand that after multiple lose it, losses, then, your confidence does go, but you know, just gotta push it, you know, push it back into the back of your mind. And but I and I think also with Peters punishing players, I think that kind of has something to do with it. If you want me to be honest, I think you know to make, and I don't even want to say a mistake because they're they're professionals. They know what they're doing. But I think they make. One long move, I guess you could say. And whether they're a great player or not, it doesn't matter who they are. Peters is quick to bench them and bench them for the rest of the game. And I'm like, like you know, like how many times have we needed, you know, our guys like a Skinner in our shootout? Yeah, he's benched. And, you know, because he did something out in, down in regulation. And we're going, okay, wait a minute. Where is Skinner? Why don't you have Skinner out there? Yeah. Exactly. We've seen that a couple of times this year. Like you mentioned, Skinner getting benched in a couple of overtimes this year. He didn't even touch the ice for overtimes on three on three. And you have our best, really, you have our best player sitting the bench in overtime when you have the most ice. He's the best skater on the team. He has the most ice open, and you don't use them. And it makes that's when you start to question uh, what is our coach thinking? And speaking of. Falk really needing to get his game going. He only has one goal of six assists on the year. He's a minus six on the year. And he, and as far as anybody that has scored a goal on our team, he has the worst shooting percentage at 1.3, which is beyond awful. He has 79 shots on goal, and he's only converted one of them. Meanwhile, the guy leading the, lead, leading the team will be – is actually Victor Rask, a guy who um, uh, seems to be getting a lot of hate on the Carolina Hurricanes message boards on Facebook. Seems like there's a nightly let's hate on Victor Rask. Of course, he had a slow start to the year, but has rebounded nicely with three goals in three straight games. But is actually shooting. If he shoots more, I believe that's going to work out in favor. He's shooting at a 13.7 clip. I do expect that to go down. But if he gets – it seems like he's building some confidence, getting into his game, and I think that will help out. I think I'm going to have him as my player to watch tonight, actually. Um, I think we'll go the way Rask goes. If it seems like Rask is playing a good game, I think we'll all together play a good game. And he seems like they've been the force around us that seems to keep us in games and keeping us going lately. Yeah, uh, Rask, had a, it seems like he had a slow start this season, but he definitely has proven himself the past few games. I mean, well, how many you know goals in a row has he got now? Uh, it'd be three, three and three games. And it's, I yeah, believe, four and eight games. So, four and eight games, and then the last three and, and last three games. So that's yeah. I mean, like I said, he had a slow start, but he's definitely proving himself. I mean, I think over. I think it kind of goes back, like you said, to the coaching a bit. We do have a young team. I mean, look at Aho. The kid's twenty, what, twenty years old, twenty-one years old. I mean, you know? Yeah. But 
shows talent. He shows promise. He is an awesome player. And I might be a little biased just because I'm a huge Elvis fan. But <laughs> but even he had a little bit of a slow start. But once he got that goal, he was, you know, he was in the game pretty much. So I think what it also does come down to the leadership. I mean, hopefully, fingers crossed with this new, you know, ownership change, you know, I, I'm – you know, I'd like to see Dundon make some changes. I mean, and speaking of, what what would you like to see Dundon do? I mean, obviously, other than possibly changing co- coaches, because we've all talked about that. <laughs> uh, I don't think we we'll see him do anything right now. Um, with every technically, he doesn't he hasn't got power yet. Um, everything, yes, he, the t- team is sold, but everything's got to go through. Everything he'll be taking over around Christmas for good, and I think that's when you see a change made. Um, unless I really think if we lose to Buffalo Friday, if we lose tonight and we lose to Buffalo Friday, you'll see Peters get fired Friday. But I normally we'll look at last year, for example, with what was going on in the NHL last year. We've seen how many coaches fired, five or six, and they all got fired right before an upcoming homestand. The only one that didn't get fired was Gerard Gallant, who – packed his bags at RNC and hopped right at uh, PNC and hopped right into a ta- taxi cab to go home. But now he's in Vegas and look at what Vegas is doing. I said, this is the first time we're meeting Vegas. Um, and the last time we do have some good news and some good history on our side. The last time we faced an expansion team uh, for the first time was a two, two to one win over Columbus back in 2001. Of course, we know that it's a lot different now. We haven't had, too many. This is the first expansion team since Columbus um, that we faced, but we do have some good uh, history on our side. Also, uh, look forward to uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. Uh, he had his first multi-point game as a Hurricane last night. But I really don't think you see anything happen until the end of the year, um, unless we do lose tonight and lose to Buffalo. Then I think you really start seeing some changes made. What I would like to see personally, um, I, you know. I don't think Peters is all that bad of a coach. I like his system, but I don't think his system fits our t- current team. Uh, while we do, while we do kind of, while we do lead the league in puck possession and coursey possession stats, um, we can't score. We don't. We don't have that killer instinct. Uh, uh, so I saw it a lot last night on the power plays, and I know. Peters doesn't run the power play. Brendamore runs the power play. But it was just too much standing around the boards. No one's crashing in that. We don't have no net front presence. It's all about keeping the puck. And I don't think this fits our team. Our team is more of a speed-based team. We need to be moving. And you'll see that. You've seen that as we outshoot a lot of people. We normally outshoot every team every night. But what we don't do is get goals. It seems like every time exactly. – we run into a goalie, it's like they're having a career night. I mean, uh, in Vancouver the other night when I got the shutout, it was Markstrom ended. He was actually going to be the longest goalie. He was going to be, before that shutout, he was actually about to break the streak for most starts without a shutout. And he got a shutout. And he's not that great of a goalie. I mean, if no. if if he can get a shutout, then – What's wrong with Darling? What's wrong with Cam? Cam, of course, has not had, a, in my opinion, a fair shot this year. Yes, he is the backup. Yes, he is old. There's a lot of Cam haters out there, but you got to look at it. Yeah, 
he, he's played 60 games just about every year except when he was hurt. He's done everything for this team. He took us – he gave us He gave us our first Stanley Cup. He took – he was solely almost on him for our run in 09. He took yeah. us to the playoffs in 09. No yeah. one else. I mean, yeah, you got other players you got to score, but the goalie leads to big yeah. things. And it, it, it's really hard being a former goalie myself for a goalie to be confident in his team when – they're not scoring. It's really hard on a goaltender. Yeah, well, I think then, I, you know, you've got to stop everything. You can maybe let in one, but heck, that one goal might cost your team. Exactly. So we got to get exactly. more consistency as a team together. And I just don't see Peters doing that. And Peters is – I love a coach behind a bench that gets fired up. You see that with Laviolette in Nashville. You see that with Tortorella in Columbus. You see that with um, a lot of coaches. You, you, but you don't see it with Peters. Every time they showed it, it looks like Sutter from L.A., the old uh, bench boss from L.A. Just no no expression. Or, or if he does have an expression, it's a little smirk grin like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, like he doesn't yeah. care. And and I think that's translating into the players. Like the same reaction, the same face, the, <laughs> everything. He I mean, even the same face when he does the Connecticut commercials. Literally. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they should drink whatever maybe they should bring back like just get about thirty gallons of water in Vegas. Because whatever they're putting in the water in Vegas is great. No one expected Vegas to start out the season nineteen nine and one. I know, right? Especially when they had a revolving door of goalies. They went to the pits they went to the Philadelphia Flyers school of goalie on the first part of the season. That really hurt them, but helped them at the same time. You know, Flory going out with a concussion. Then they had uh dance. Dance got hurt. Uh then they, well first they had Sub, uh, Malcolm Subban. Subban got hurt. Then they had dance Dance come in. Dance got hurt. Then they had Legacy come in. Legacy played all right. He didn't play great. He played all right. Well, and then you had their season. Go ahead. Hmm? Do you think Legacy saved their season? No. Uh, I don't think anybody saved their season except their players. I think the person that saved their season so far has been William Carlson, who has who's scored more points, who's actually passed his point production from last year in half the games than he played last year. Uh, I think he just added some stability. Just knowing that you have a goaltender that's playing, you know he's a young goaltender. He's going to give up a couple goals. Your team has that mindset that, hey, we need to get on the ball. We're going to have to score to help our goalie out. And you've seen that. They're third in the league in goals per game at three and a half. Flurry comes back tonight. Interesting that they're starting Flurry tonight instead of tomorrow night because they play Pittsburgh tomorrow night. So it's interesting to see Flurry tonight. Um, but I think they want him to get back in the game flow. I think that with a goalie that you have coming in that hasn't played in almost two months, uh, exactly two months, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can get back into the game flow as quick as he can. Um, if yeah. he if he starts out making a couple big saves, he's going to get that confidence rising pretty quick. I think we got to beat him early and beat him often. 
Uh, I think yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring game tonight. In order for us to win, we're going to have to score at least four goals, in my opinion. Um, I yeah. think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, as much as I think Ward uh, can make the saves, uh, we're going to have some defensive breakdowns. We've got a very fast, rested team in Vegas. Uh, of course, we you know we played last night. We didn't have that long of a trek to Vegas from Anaheim. But, of course, back-to-backs are always tough, especially – yeah. especially the second period. Second period is going to be key. Normally you see the letdown in the third period, but normally most back-to-backs, the second period will be key to how your team's going to come out in the third period. And it's going to be key tonight for us to play a consistent 40 minutes of good hockey, come to the third period, regroup, knowing that we got a couple days of rest before we play That's in Buffalo and get – get our butts together and go out there and win a game because we need to win a game. We're, we're tied right now eighth in the Metro with Philadelphia. And mind you, Philadelphia had lost 10 games in a row earlier this season. So we're just sitting tied with a team that's lost 10 games in a row. And that's not yeah. good. We're not going to make the playoffs like that. I think we're on pace for 83 points this year. That's not going to make the playoffs at all. We're going to have to yeah. be in the 92, 93 point range. The Metropolitan Division is awfully tough. Toughest division in the league, in my opinion. And if we can get a win tonight, I think that uh, bodes well going forward. We got a weak, a really weak team in Buffalo coming up, but we know any time that we play a weak team, they're always going to play their best against us. So if we can get a win tonight, I think that builds good going forward. Of course, we got another back-to-back this weekend with Buffalo Friday, and then we're back home with Columbus Saturday. So I think if we can get a win tonight, play full 60 minutes, it's going to bode well going forward. And it may just well save Peter's job. Maybe. And, I mean, going back to Peter's a little bit, I, I don't I agree with you. Peter's is not a terrible coach. I just don't think he's a coach for us. And when things aren't working, you do have to switch it up a bit. And they're obviously not working. Exactly. Uh, you know? I think if, the first thing that we need to do is – Take Brenda Moore. I know fans are in love with Brenda Moore from 06 and what he did with this team and helped us to win the cup. But, uh, you know, I have an affection with Cam Ward. So, I, you know, of course I want Cam Ward. But I see, I know when the writing's on the wall, and the writing's been on the wall for Brenda Moore with our power play. Our power play is beyond awful. We sit 28 in power play in the league at a measly 15.8%. And quite frankly, our penalty kill is not any better. Our penalty kill is even worse. It's next to the last in the league at 76.1%. It shows that we are not a good team if we're not 5-on-5. Five five. And we've got to fix our power play and penalty kill, and that starts from the coaching. And something has to change. I don't know if, if we fire Brendan Moore, get him out, and put him behind a desk in Raleigh or make him the strength coach, that I'll be fine with. But we got to make some kind of change in our coaching, whether it be Peters, Brenda Moore, Smith, someone, a goalie coach change. I know we had Mark Crew uh, last year, but he got fired, and they went a different route. But it sure doesn't seem like it's helping because, I mean, Ward's played pretty good this year every time he's played, except for the game against the Sharks where he gave up five goals. But Darling's been awful this year. Uh, Darling has been horrible, and it just shows that, you know, just because you have a guy that's played great as a backup, he may not translate into success in another team, just like with Eddie Lack. Eddie Lack played great in Vancouver. We got him. What do you do? He he spent too many times eating Laco Tacos instead of playing goalie. 
Yeah. And, I, I and it seems agree. like Darling. And one thing I've seen with Darling lately is that he gets really small. He's a big guy. I think he's six four. Um, so he can fill up the he's net. Not, but he, if you see him when, gold. yeah, you see him when someone comes down, he gets in t- this tiny little ball, and yet pucks are going through his five hole, his arm slot everywhere, just trickling That's through. Like five holes. Yeah, exactly. But so something's got to change in the coaching, and like I said, definitely, I definitely think you'll see a change if we happen if we lose tonight, which I hope we don't. If we lose to Buffalo, someone's getting fired. I guarantee it. If we lose these next two games, someone's getting fired. Um, whether it be Peters, whether it be Brenda Moore, whether it be Steve Smith, someone. Heck, we might even try to fire a player if we lose these two games, which I don't know how we'll do that. But it, first on the list will be Falk. Because he's just played awful. I think you take the C off some people, uh, get rid of this two-captain crap, and go with yeah. just one captain and stick it on Justin Williams or Derek Ryan. Because those are the only two guys it seems like they want to play lately. We yeah. just got to – maybe if we can – maybe we can clone those guys and, you know, take out their heart and inject it into other people, and maybe we'll see us getting going. But something's got to change, and hopefully we see it tonight. Um, we got a couple minutes left in the show, um, so we're going to give us our predictions here in just a second. Just a reminder, you can find us on Facebook, Rockin' the Carolinas, uh, also here on Blog Talk, Rockin' the Carolinas as well. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, I think it's just Rockin' Carolinas on Twitter. Um, but we are also should be on iTunes soon as well. Um, after this show, we'll be uploading to iTunes and getting approval from them. So you'll see our podcast on iTunes. So if you can't catch us live, you'll be able to – Listen to shows either here on Blog Talk or on iTunes as well. Um, we'll also be doing more pregame shows throughout the year. We're going to do some postgame shows as well, but we're also going to have a weekly two-hour show. Uh, I don't know if we'll start that this week or next week, but we'll also, also have a two-hour show where we talk all NHL. We'll run down some things, hurricanes, but that's more going to be an NHL show where we just cover everything else. But pregame shows and postgame shows will all continue throughout the season. We thank you all for listening. But tonight, let's see. Lauren, what is your prediction for tonight? Uh, tonight, I don't know. I'd really like, obviously, I think Skinner will be all over this. Um, you know, I'd really, um, I really, I just want to see us win. I, I really do. I mean, just like everybody else. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'd really like, to, like I said, the fault to step up to the plate again. I mean, we again, we're not a bad team. We're outscoring everybody. We're just not getting it there. I think there's issues all the way around with our um, our want to win, you know, and just, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I, I definitely, is there going to be a tough team to beat? But I, I think we're up to the challenge. We've lost way exactly. too many times to not lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, I, I, I'm going on the limb and saying we're going to win tonight. Uh, you know, I, I called last night a loss. I called the game against L.A. a loss as well. Uh, but tonight I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I think we come out. Uh, I think we're going to give up some goals, but I think we're going to score tonight. And that's going to be a big key. I think if we can get the four goals, we'll win this game. If we have anything less than four, I don't think we win. So I'm going with a 4-3 shootout win, actually. Uh, well, overtime win. I think we'll pull it off in overtime just before the shootout. Right, I'd say about 10 seconds left in the game. We'll pull it out yeah, I uh, and get that goal. No so I think we'll win 4-3. to three. Uh, hopefully, you know, we win and we'll carry this momentum going into Buffalo Friday. But that's all we have here on the Rockin' the Carolinas pregame show. 
we're glad that you joined us today. Hopefully you join us for our next show. Um, we may do uh, looking at either a pregame show or postgame show for Columbus and probably a pregame show for Buffalo as well. Um, but then we'll have also uh, the two-hour show, weekly show, starting within the next two weeks. But you can catch us all the information on Facebook at Rockin' the Carolinas. Uh, so go get that page a like. Um, give us a shout-out. If you ever want to come on the show with us, hit us up on the page. We'll love to have you on the show. Um, also, have a chat room that's open every uh, show for you. If, you. if you don't feel comfortable coming on the show, you can chat us in the chat room. We're always on there. But uh, thanks for being on tonight, Lauren, and go Canes. Go Canes.